0: skadasthewildfire dot com. This is not a final days report. This is going to be a Bible study. The theme of this Vcast is how to read, how to unlock the book of Revelation. I get a lot of questions. The book of Revelation is confusing. The book of Daniel, how do I actually put all of it together? When I first became a Christian, I must have read the book of Revelation 30 times, book of Daniel, all the end time scripture. And the church I attended was a pre-trib rapture church, and they had a seven-week series, eight-week series. I couldn't understand what they were teaching and reconcile it to the word of God. I was so confused and frustrated. I felt small. I felt like they had esoteric knowledge. For example, the theory about the church age made no sense to me. Those were churches that existed in the time frame. And just as a man-made theory... And I did a study maybe a year and a half ago about the mid-trib rapture because I ended up finding the mid-trib rapture doctrine that made a lot more sense to me than the pre-trib rapture. And what's great about the mid-trib rapture is the pastors are teaching that you're going to be here for the mark of the beast and that you might be martyred and beheaded. The pre-trib rapture teaches that you're going to be out of here and not go through any tribulation. And that's not what the Bible teaches. We're going to demonstrate that. This is going to be very, very scripture heavy. Now, I changed to post-trib rapture because I had a dream that the book of Revelation chapter 9 is in play, if you follow my ministry. And when you read through chapter 9, it's about plagues. I never saw that before. And what did we just see? We just saw man-made madness with the pandemic, And they're going to continuously roll out because they've got us trained on the playbook, on the vaccine passports, this beast system. Again, trying to biohack you. It's a genetic war as the days of Noah. So it didn't fit the time frame that I understood as a mid-trib rapture. So I did a deep dive. And I need to thank some pastors like Pastor Sam Adams, who's a post-trib teacher that helped enlighten me. But I've not seen it laid out the way I'm going to lay this out. and Maybe I just haven't found it to really just bring clarification. So we're going to use proper hermeneutics And again, I'm going to even challenge the the mid-trib rapture a little bit on some scripture that I found that just doesn't make sense. And when you think about it, it really cements the post-trib rapture. But if you're a mid-trib rapture believer because we're not appointed to wrath, I don't think it's that big of a deal because these pastors teach you that you're going to be here when the mark of the beast is rolled out and you might be a martyr. I think that's the key point. That's the danger of the pre-trib rapture is It's easy escapism, and it's not aligned with the word of God. It's not using proper hermeneutics. It's a relatively new theory. And just like the pandemic and people that took the poison poke that defiled the temple of God, right? And if you've done that, just repent, pray. We're all at risk with the poisoning of the air, the water, our food, with nanotech. You know, if you follow our ministry, all of us are at risk. We always need to make sure that we're walking with God, we're in the, the Bible and we're praying over our food. It makes total sense, right? It's a genetic war. It's a genetic seed war. Oh, by the way, I found some scripture that was new to me about the seed war as well that we're going to cover in this Vcast. So repent if you've taken that. But you think about all the people that were hoodwinked via fear that took the mRNA poison poke, including many of my Christian brothers and sisters, and they're struggling now. Some of them have had heart surgeries. Some of them have had uh, heart issues clots, um, immune systems destroyed. I've seen it firsthand, my friends. So the pre-trib rapture, it's not a salvation issue. Cause I know a lot of pastors are on fire for the Lord. Either they're deceived, they're not hearing from the Holy ghost or they were trained wronged. And they need to repent of it because people will take the mark of the beast because they think that they're going to be raptured out of here. And it's a dangerous, dangerous doctrine. So I'm blowing the trumpet, my friends. It's getting crazy. This beast system is forming right before our eyes right before eyes. So how you read the book of Revelation, if you're going to cut out early, is you need to read seals, trumpets, and vials. They're different versions of the same story, and they end in that great and terrible day of the Lord, the rapture, the first resurrection. They fit like a glove. They fit Matthew 24 like a glove. I'm going to prove this out. We're also going to talk about the thief in the night, how this is misused. I actually went to a church two weeks ago that taught the pre-trib rapture and just butchered scripture. And they gave they gave the different doctrine. So pre-trib says you're going to be out of here, you're not going to go through tribulation for the seven years. Mid trib, you're going to be here, you're going to have the opportunity to take the mark of the beast, and many Christians will be martyred. It doesn't bother me that much because that is the key. They're they're preparing the saints to make sure that you. Have enough faith to endure to the end. That means even if it means your head. And then post-trib just means you're going to be here a little bit longer. That's where I've changed my mind. If you follow our ministry, I actually did a a teaching maybe a year and a half ago on this subject where I said it's about mid-trib. Again, the Lord gave me a dream. Look for a witness. Pastor Paul Begley had a similar dream about Revelation 9, all about plagues. And we saw that with the pandemic. I want to cover not appointed to wrath, because that was a big sticking point for me for the mid-trib rapture, where you need to peel back the onion. Was there a time in the Bible that God poured out his wrath and saved his people? Yes, the book of Exodus. And We're going to go through a whole slew of scripture there as well. And then lastly, one chapter that I just learned a couple of weeks ago that absolutely destroys the pre-trib rapture, can't be reconciled, cannot be reconciled. And so again, the church is so asleep. They're asleep teaching the pre-trib rapture. They're asleep on, as the days of Noah with his gene defilement and artificial intelligence. I'm just blown away. The problems that they're talking about are so, so small. But let's dive into the seals, uh, trumpet seven and vial seven. And really, uh, seal seven is about a time of rest. So seal six matches up perfectly with Matthew 24, Um the sister passages as well. So let's let's read, and we're gonna connect the dots here. And you just use proper hermeneutics. Let the Bible define the Bible, as many like to say. But let's read. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. Earthquake and the sun become black as sackcloth, and the moon becoming as blood is a continuous theme of that great and terrible day of the Lord, or at least moving up towards it, right? So there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs. And then she is shaken of a mighty wind, and heaven departed as a scroll, right? People are seeing the lamb. And when it was rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens the dumb bases, right? And in the rocks and the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, "Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. That's Jesus. And the great day of his wrath. This is a day. We'll prove that out as well. The great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand? All right. So that's seal six. And again, seal seven is just a time of rest. Let's go to Trumpet 7 and and really use hermeneutics and look at the parallel passages. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great noises in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of the Lord. That's a transformation. And of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Sounds final. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned, and the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come in the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that they should give reward unto the servants and prophets, and to the saints, saints are Christians, elect are Christians as well. In Matthew 24, we'll get into that and them that fear thy name, small and great, and should have destroyed them that destroy the earth. I talk about this verse a lot. Those that have launched this beast system, this nanotech, gene defilement, 5G, 6G, that destroys oxygens, those that are dumping chemicals on us, right? He's going to destroy them that destroy the earth. And then the temple of God was open in heaven. This, I mean, this parallels seal six, right? The temple of God was open in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the Ark of his Testament, and there were lightnings, and voices, and thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail." Parallels. Seal six, right? And again, seal seven is a time to be quiet. Now let's read the seventh bowl, or vial. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came great voice of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. It's finished. Final just like Trumpet 7, and there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake. Earthquake again. Earthquake, earthquake, earthquake on all three of these different verses that I'm reading. That was so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and cities of nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God, and gave unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Wrath again. Whose wrath? Christ's wrath. And every island fled away. And the mountains were not found. Sound familiar? I just read that. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, and every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague, therefore, was exceedingly great. So this is a day of wrath, my friends. It flows. Do you see the continuity? And then this really fits Matthew 24 perfectly. Fits it perfectly perfectly. Do your uh, due diligence. Let's actually dive a little bit deep. And there shall be signs in the sun. We, we saw that as well. The signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear. Right? We just read, fall on us, the wrath of the lamb, right? We saw that with seal six that we just read with the sun and the moon. And for looking looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with the power of great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads. Your redemption draweth nigh. Rapture. And this is Luke 21, 25 through 28. That fits Matthew 24, 29 through 31 and Mark 13, 24 through 27. Continuity of the Bible. And going back to the same story with the seals, the trumpets, and the bowl, at least the seventh trumpet, seventh vial, seventh bowl, sixth seal, because again, the seventh seal is a time to be quiet. This reminds me of the gospel. Tell you, tell you what we're going to tell you, tell you again. Same story, different accounts, probably different starting points, End in that great and terrible day of the Lord. And this fits Joel as well, just another sister passage And I will show wonders in heaven and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord. It's great if you're saved. It's terrible if you're not. Flat out, right? Let's continue with Matthew 24. Immediately after the tribulation. So you're going to be here of those days. Shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then, next, then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, boom, boom the seventh trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect, elect our Christians, my friends. I heard one pre-trib pastor say elect are not Christians, elect are Christians. Type in your King James Version Bible, elect all passages, and just read them. You're Christians. There's no difference between Jew and Gentile. From the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other, rapture, first resurrection. All right, so this trumpet, sound of the trumpet, going back to the seventh trumpet. 1 Corinthians 15.52 states, In a moment, a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, when the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, those believers, and shall and we shall be changed. Those are the Christians, the elect that will be there. Those are the Jews that came to Christ, the Muslims that came to Christ. No difference between Jew and Gentile. 1 Thessalonians 17: For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, this is not secret, this is not quiet, The rapture, the first resurrection, is loud with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God. With what? A trump. Trump. Trumpet. Last trump. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is the resurrection. This is the rapture. Then which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. This is the great and terrible day. Great if you're saved, terrible if you're not. I think this is one verse that destroys the pre-trib rapture, 2 Peter 3, verse 10, which states, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heaven shall pass away. We just saw that, right? When we read the vials, seals, and trumpets, same context, in which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise. You won't hear a great noise for a thousand years, a pre-trib rapture buddy of mine said, well, one day is like a thousand years, but you're not going to hear a great noise for a thousand years. That makes no sense. It's a day. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Are the elements and everything going to melt for fervent heat for, with a thousand years? I don't think so. And the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. I don't see people in the den screaming, fall on us for a thousand years, Right. Let's continue where this just gets interesting. The connector here is thief, thief in the night, because this just gets blown. You never know. He's going to come as a thief in the night. No, it's not a thief in the night because there's so many signs to look for. And here's where it gets interesting. Behold, this this is Revelation. This is the vials or the bowls. This is after the mark of the beast has been implemented. And again, this is let the Bible define the Bible. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. This is Revelation 16, verse 15, after the sixth bowl or vial. And note, the mark of the beast has already been implemented because vial one are sores on those that took the mark of the beast. And then let's read 1 Thessalonians, verse 5. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. All these seasons the Lord has prepared us. Matthew 24. Really study that chapter. For yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall shall say, peace and safety, that's a sign. And then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travaileth upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, because you've been given all these signs. You've been given the season. You don't know the day, but you've been given all these signs. And that that day shall not overtake you as a thief, because you have signs. You understand what's going on. You understand that the Antichrist has to come and defile the temple of God. I think that's personally you. Maybe there'll be a physical temple, but you will understand these signs. You're approved because you're in the word of God. Ye are the children of light and the children of the day, and are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep, as do others, but let us watch and be sober, and be approved, be a wise virgin. This has nothing to do with the Lord coming right now with eminence, they'll call it. No, this has to do with the chapter before this chapter. It's a continuation of the story, of signs, of seasons, of, of guideposts. To look for, right? Of the seals, things that are in motion right now that we're seeing, of as the days of Noah and this gene corruption. So we have thief here, we have thief after the mark of the beast has been implemented with Revelation 16:15. And then we have First Thessalonians 5, where before it talked about the rapture and all these different signs. All right, let's continue and just find the parallels, how to read the book of Revelation again. Matthew 24. A verse there that we're going to cover fits seal 5 perfectly with Christians being martyred. Let's read Matthew 24. And again, I just study Matthew 24. Dive deep into that in the sister passages. And then move yourself to the book of Revelation with the seals, trumpets, and vials. Seal 6, trumpet 7, vials 7 are the same story as Matthew 24. But let's continue. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. This is the elect. And you shall elect our Christians. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and they shall betray one another, and they shall hate one another. This is tribulation, my friends. This is really linking to the fifth seal. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altars and the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season, until their fellow servants, Christians, the elect, also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. It all fits, my friends, Now, let's just dive into something I learned maybe a week ago that ultimately destroys the pre-trib rapture, and it's Revelation 20, 1 through 6. And the millennial reign is the thousand-year period of peace and prosperity on earth ruled by Jesus Christ himself after the great and terrible day of the Lord or the rapture, the first resurrection. This belief is a literal interpretation of the book of Revelation, specifically Revelation 20, 1 through 6. The term millennium comes from the Latin word thousand. So let's dive deep into Revelation 20, verse one through six. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. And he bound him a thousand years. So that Satan's going to be bound for a thousand years during the millennial reign and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should... Deceive the nations no more till a thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosened a little season. Here we go. And I saw the thrones and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded beheaded. These are Christians for the witness of Jesus Christ. They believe in Jesus Christ. And for the word of God, which had not worshiped the beast. So they're here during the mark of the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So these are Christians that were beheaded, right, during the tribulation time frame, that seal five that we just read, Matthew 24. But the rest of the dead lived not again until a thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Here we go. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in this first resurrection. There's one resurrection, folks. There's one rapture. There aren't multiple raptures. I heard a preacher of rapture know this scripture, and he said there are multiple raptures. There's a secret one. There's not a secret one. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. These are the people that are ruling and reigning with Christ. The dead will rise first. Believers, if you're still here, will, will then rise second. One rapture. On such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. I mean, you can't reconcile this. there's not a secret rapture, and then there's not a rapture again during the tribulation time frame. It doesn't make any sense. Flat out. all right let's dive into we're not appointed to wrath Revelation 12. Verses seven through nine, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. I think that this is happening now. Therefore, rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time, the wrath of Satan. And when the dragon saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child and to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the surface cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, and he made cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. What are we seeing now? We're seeing a seed war. We're seeing this mRNA technology, this gene defilement check technology, Casper Crisp 9, synthetic biology, nanotech transhumanism, artificial intelligence. You follow my ministry, we cover this transhumanism hive mind, right? To steal your soul, to tie you up uh, to this hive mind, promise you a high IQ. They're going to promise you certain health. It's DNA gene defilement. No flesh will be left. I thought that was interesting. I never caught that remnant of her seed. And I think this is good news. And to the woman, we're given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness. I've had multiple dreams of the end of days. I've seen within a dream, the Antichrist, you know, like I said, being hooked up to a supercomputer after he was hit with the spirit of destiny, I think it was. And then he showed up as a hologram and people were lining up in a booth. They were walking out with a hive mind and it was total mind controls and technology. And then we were on the run living in the woods. I've had multiple dreams of Christians living in the woods. Will it be a man of time? Could be, but I think that's that I think could be a blessing to us. There will be a remnant church in these end of days. What I want to do next is just look at some butchered scripture by the Pre-Trib Rapture. And this is what I heard a couple weeks ago at a sermon. And and I'm not rebuking, I'm just warning. This is a watchman ministry. And again, the Pre-Trib Rapture is dangerous because I've heard multiple people say, "Well, we won't have to worry about the mark of the beast because we'll be raptured out of here. It's not scriptural, my friends. And this is butchered. This is probably the most butchered scripture of all time. And it's from movies, right? It's from psychological warfare. But let's read. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man. For as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them away. Who did it take away? It took away the sinners took away the people that were partying and marrying and giving in marriage. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. I heard one pastor say, look, they're eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. He's like, well, if you're going to be here during the tribulation time frame, you're not going to be marrying anybody, but you need to go deeper into, as the days of Noah, God really repented that he made man and It was violence, evil thoughts all the time. What are we seeing now? We're seeing violence, right? I think SEAL 2 is about mind control is um, where brother against brother, black versus white, gay versus straight, where it might not necessarily be Russia and China, like the red horse, communism. I I think it's deeper than that. I think it's just pure lawlessness that we're seeing today. So don't tell me this was a great time of just partying and chilling, right? And then this is where it gets interesting. So took them away. Those are the sinners. Took away is not raptured. Took away is not the first resurrection. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken. That means thrown into the lake of fire and the other left. That means saved, raptured. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken. That means thrown in the lake of fire and the other left. Taken is death as the days of Noah and took them away. This is within the same chapter. So many people people think that taken means rapture. Nope. Taken is thrown in like a fire, fitting like a glove, the parable of the wheat and the tares. The tares were taken first and thrown into the fire. I mean, it just fits like a glove. And the other thing too, you got to ask the question, when God poured out his wrath, was there a time that his people were safe? It's the story of Exodus. And then there's the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego not bowing down to the great golden image from the Babylonian king. And then Jesus came and helped save them. And there will be martyrs in the end of days, but they had faith. That's the one key marker to me. There was faith. This foreshadows the concept of the mark of the beast, right? Get your spiritual house in order. We all sin. We all fall fall short. Get rid of that habitual sin. What? struck me is the verse that drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of God, because I used to be a big drinker. And as a baby Christian, I was like, I need to stop this and, and quit it fast, my friends. For my mid-trib friends, this is something that just hit me. And again, mid-trib doesn't bother me because they're teaching the, the elect, they're teaching the saints that you could become a martyr, prepare yourself, don't take the mark of the beast. At the end of the day, get rewards, save souls. This is going to be a great time to be a light. This is uh, a time, there's a chapter in, in verse in Isaiah that gross darkness will be there, but you need to be a light. It just always takes me back there. But you need, need to ask the question with a mid-trib rapture. This is what hit me, is the mid-trib rapture, every eye will see Jesus coming in the clouds, right? You need to ask the question, why do you need two witnesses after that? You don't, because you'd be a fool you know the scripture that we talked about with Seal Six. Everybody is like, follow me, the great wrath of the Lamb with this destruction." You don't need two witnesses if everybody sees Jesus Christ, because you you will know that the good books is true, and Jesus is King. It it really doesn't make sense when you when you think of it that way. And again, I'm not rebuking uh, the mid trib rapture because I was there. I did a study on it until the Lord woke me up. Right, I think there's some good news if uh, you're sitting back in and feeling dread and it goes back to revelation 12 just another sister passage to what we already read about satan's wrath woe to you on the earth and in the sea and she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a wrought iron as jesus and her child was caught up onto god so he resurrected into his throne and the woman fled into the wilderness so i think this is going to be at the end of days where she hath the place prepared of god and they should feed her there 1203 score days that fits perfectly the second half of the tribulation so i think there's some good news here if you're remnant ready right and and if you have to give your head so be it so be it my friends all right if you don't understand the transhumanism agenda this biohack artificial intelligence quantum computer defiling everything this technocracy system Get the ebook on our website. Seal One is Open, the keys to the fourth beast system that is iron, graphene oxide, mix, and clay. You. If you email me at scott at sjwellfire.com, and granted, I've had my emails hacked, I'll send you a free copy.